welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and previet. It's really, really good to be with you again. And you know what? We have a great guest today. It's Debbie Bryan. Who's a speaker, author, podcaster, and business motivation coach? I'm so happy you're with us, Debbie. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. Please, oh, yes. <laughs> please jump right in and tell us more about who you are and what you do. Hi. So I am. My name is Debbie Bryan, and I am a business motivation coach. I've been paying my own wages for probably around about 23 years, sometimes in a static business. But in the last five years, I've been a coach, um, helping and encouraging and sometimes pushing a little bit for people to achieve their dreams and their goals. Um, I just had a fantastic weekend. I won Business Coach of the Year 2022 on Friday. So I have an award, which is not in here. I haven't got it to show you. So that was a that was a nice win. Um, I primarily help business owners who who are a little bit stuck, a little bit jaded, a little bit lost their way and don't really know how to do it. You know, we all start a business to follow our dream, to, you know, do something that you can't not do. And then, you know, a year or two years down the line, suddenly you can't remember why you're doing what you're doing and and you can't wait until Friday and you're, you know, you're wishing for the weekend. And so I see that in a lot of business owners that just get a little bit lost in the the day-to-day and we try and bring that magic back in and that passion back into the business to make it enjoyable and um, get results and, you know, just give you back that adventure that you wanted in the first place. So that's my first thing. Um, And then as a small little side challenge, I have just cycled around India for 360 kilometres, taking my own ethos of things that I can and can't do um I challenge myself quite a lot to do the bike ride so yeah I've had a bit of a um interesting couple of months with the award and the bike ride that is so amazing that is so amazing and it tells me something about the spirit of you oh my gosh that's so amazing and you know I just love uh when I was reading your profile one of the very first things that jumped right out at me is how you put but right up front, how you help put joy and passion back into um, other people, like the people that you coach. Into the businesses. Yeah, into their businesses. And of course, we are, at this show, so interested in that. We're so, so interested in that. Uh, So tell me, um, so you mentioned that one of the biggest problems that you see is the people losing that passion and joy because they just get so stuck in the day-to-day um can you share some insights on like why that happens and then we can dig more deeply into what to do about that hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, The Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire 
with Fun and Ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah, so I think it happens when... So in the beginning, um, we all have a vision. You know, we've all got this thing that is just... You know, because at the end of the day, you, you when you're self-employed and you're an entrepreneur, you're a little bit of a nutcase because you could just go and have a nice, safe job and come home at five o'clock every night and somebody else pays your money. But instead, we decide that we're going to do this thing, this thing that is just like keeps us awake at night. And, and, and you just start with that passion and then reality comes in reality is that you know you're hustling every day you're peddling you know and my biggest thing for an entrepreneur is you're like a swan you're beautiful on the outside and peddling really madly underneath ah. um, and I think you know most entrepreneurs are like that but sometimes you get into the business you may have had a bad month you may have had um, a poor experience with the COVID you may have had other things that change in your life and all of a sudden you just lost, you know, things maybe not going as well as they could have done, or you've made a bad decision, or you've lost a member of staff, or the market's changed. So there's a hundred reasons that sometimes it goes wrong. And most of the time, as entrepreneurs and as business owners, you just roll with it, adapt and change. But sometimes it's just not possible. It could be, you know, it's it's a bit like a gym membership. You know, I, I challenged myself to that bike ride because I wanted to be out of my comfort zone. Mm. because that's my nature is to do something I'm, I'm very extreme in my reaction so if I'm doing something I'm doing it big and sometimes you do that and sometimes you fail you know I didn't on that particular one but every day I thought I was going to fail so for some people when you fail you get up and go oh, okay that was probably a wrong move what do I do now and for some people they don't get back up or they don't know how to get back up and then they don't know what the what do I do now is, and they become paralysed by this sense of what if I fail again, what if it's wrong again, or you know, not always wrong, but just what if it doesn't work out? And then yeah. you know, you're waking up. Uh, there's not a business owner in the world that can't relate to waking up at three o'clock in the morning, running through every scenario, and going, "Oh my god, my business is keeping me awake at night," whether you're excited or not excited. So that's the people that I. I want to have I've been there many times myself I've you know we've had ups and downs in businesses 12 years ago if you'd talk to me now I would have been the busiest person in the world I had a hairdressing salon that I passionately passionately loved and um 12 years ago 31st of January just come in with the day that I broke down in my car smashed my leg up and could no longer be a hairdresser so I had that experience um not immediately but through the recovery, my experience was, you can't do this job. And it was a job that I loved. I worked in, I was in a gym, at my own hair salon, and I couldn't do it because the prediction was to continue doing that would put me in a wheelchair. Mm. So when you're sitting there with, what do I do? And I'm already doing my favorite thing in the world and having to kind of reinvent that, I suppose. I've had that experience a few times and, um, I never want anyone to feel alone. I was very lucky. I've always had a lot of support and I don't want people to feel alone in that situation. But there's also quite a lot of people out in the business industry that say they're going to help you and they don't help you. Um, and, I'm, and I never want to be that person either. So yeah. I think that's too long an answer. No, no, not at all. And thank you so much for sharing that part of your journey also. Um, I think it helps to put in context for our listeners where you're coming from and not to mention that there's just so much um you know uh, like you highlighted so many beautiful amazing points over there and and so you know i'd love to dig in deeper with you now about this whole idea of well so if, if you're feeling stuck in that place how do you begin to tap back into that joy and passion? So it is very much about going back to your why. You know, it's very much of saying, why, what is it that you wanted to do? Looking at your values, I, I believe, like if you're, like my core values would be, um, I just did one, uh, there's an exercise that I do with people to actually find out 
what your core values are. Now, most people will think their core values might be money, it might be success, or, you know, success looks differently to everybody. My core values come out as joy, adventure, and mobility as being the things that were most important to me. I've lost my, uh, my ability once, mobility, sorry, by breaking my leg. Um, and I've lost, sometimes lost the joy in my business. And so to know that those three things are really intrinsic into what I'm doing helps me to be able to plan what I'm going to do moving forward. Because if you're naturally in love with what you're doing, then you're going to do it much better and you're going to do it happier. You're going to want to get on with your day. So what we do, first of all, is we look at the core values and then we really look at what's the vision. So right at the moment, we are goal setting for 2023. I'm sure everybody is, but for my for my um, clients and for my team, we're saying, okay, what's well, you know, 2022 has been very, very kind to me, um, and 2023 I've got some much bigger goals even than this year's goals, um, and so we identify what those goals are, and then we start looking at, okay, what's the what's the markers that would make me understand that I've achieved my goals and then we take it right back and start going okay so what do we need to do in week one day one month one we take away the chaos of just chucking yourself at something and make it very much more targeted so we first of all make sure that the target is now still the target that it is still what you want to do because sometimes we discover that somebody's been doing something and actually the reason they're feeling so stuck is because that's not what they intended. That's not what they set out to do. Right. You know, in the, um, there's a saying, where you start is not where you finish. Sometimes, sometimes as business owners, we get given so many fantastic opportunities that we end up going over here sideways. You know, our vision is there. We, we want to be there. But then this comes up and we think, oh, that's going to be amazing. Let's do that. And maybe somehow it's going to lead to over that. So we'll go sideways instead. And sometimes we go so sideways that over there you can't even see it anymore. Yeah. So it's about pulling that back and saying, okay, what is what is the vision? What is it that you want to achieve? What will, what will make you so happy that it puts the joy and the passion back in your business? Establish that. Establish what actual evidence would confirm that. So in a year's time, for example, I want to put on events next year. I want to do my own events rather than go into people's events. So for me, I, it will be, I'll be looking at next year to say, okay, so I've I've managed to put on X amount of events. So then we go backwards from there to say, okay, so what does my event look like? What do I imagine it to, to look like? The, what people do I want there? What subjects do I want to cover? Do I want to be motivational? Do we want everyone standing up dancing? Or do we want them doing an exercise? But actually kind of like really thinking it through. And then we work that back to the first three months of the year and go, okay, so what needs to happen in month one? What needs to happen in month two? What needs to happen in month three? So that at the end of it, we get it. And it sometimes takes all the, if we take the instinct out of it and just say, you know, it's no different to if I wanted to drive to Scotland, you know, I'm going to put that into the sat-nav and the sat-nav will say, you have to go down this road and then this road and then this road and then over this bridge. And it's a step-by-step -step instruction. And then I know I'm going to get to Scotland because I've followed all of the steps and so doing that in business just simplifies it yeah so uh, you know I love that you started by saying that you know first of all you have to get clear about your values and I'm just curious if when you talk to people the business owners that you're helping particularly when you talk to them about what their values are do you find that most of them, if not all of them, express that experiencing joy is a value that they have? Um, no, not necessarily. They would probably say money is a value. They'd say um, is, if they're in a stress situation, it just depends, okay? If they're in a great situation and the business is booming, then yes. They're going, do you know what? I'm absolutely loving this. Everything's going fantastic. I am loving my life right now. That's joy. And, you know, if I say to them, okay, so do you want to continue to keep loving your life? Then let's have a look at that plan and just make sure that you, you're on track and you're going to hit where you want to be to have that stability. So that's the answer to that person. The person who's on the other side of the fence who's not loving their life, who is actually hating their life, isn't instinctively going to say joy. And so what 
we would talk about is what matters to you. What does what would the best case scenario look like to you? How would that, you know, give me a picture? Is it holidays? Is it is it just being able to have one day off without having to answer the phone? You know, I have a client, he's like, I need a manager because I can't ever have any time off because there is a is a his business is care, so it's 24-7, but there is no one to have the responsibility, no one to give him a break so that he can have that relief and that sense of that sense of joy of being able to say I've got a great business but but the business is running him as opposed to him running the business yes is such so when you establish to them what matters you know they're in an emergency situation and they're either in fight flight or freeze at that stage so joy is joy is a dream it's just you know, I'm, I'm not going to go and peddle a dream to somebody. What I'm saying to them is, we're going to take you out of this stressful situation. We're going to take you out of that fight or flight or freeze situation. And then when you're out of that fight or flight or freeze, you're going to get the joy back into your life. Or you're going to get the happiness back into your life. Or sometimes you're going to get the contentment. Or maybe you just get to, I don't know, go out for one meal and not get interrupted. And maybe that's enough right now. So it's, every scenario is different. Yeah. Um and I think people, you know, like for yours, make change fun and easy. Some people don't like to make the change. Yeah. But I find sometimes, I don't know if you've had this experience, is that sometimes we live in chaos. I lived in chaos, you know, until quite recently I had this chaos. And chaos was my comfort blanket. I understood chaos. I understood that I'm meant to be stressed. I'm a business owner, right? I'm meant to be stressed and I'm meant to be hustling and I'm meant to be going every day and I'm never meant to have a break and I'm never meant to stop until I get to X. That's my life. I'm going to get to X. But, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. What do you think happens when we get to X? We don't stay at X. We go, well, let's just go to Y. Because Y is just there now. We're halfway. Let's go to Y. And then let's go to Z. And then let's just go to A and start all over again. Mm. So that chaos that you have and that chaos that's your comfort blanket to go, I understand this. Your body can't cope with that forever. You know, every burnt out business owner in the world will tell you that that chaos killed them in the end. You know, it killed off the, the passion and the joy in the business. So to be able to come away from that to be able to say do you know what you don't have to put your body into that state of anxiety that state of stress to actually get results is a big leap of faith a massive leap of faith oh my gosh yes you know when you were talking about being used to the chaos it made me think about you know, being in that energy where I very much value being in control. And in some ways, when you're in the chaos, you can really, um, you know, sort of put yourself in that energy of I have to do this and I have to do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. in order to manage the chaos and handle the chaos and in the doing of all of that you know you feel a sense of okay uh, I have some control or I'm creating some sense of order and control in my life and I know for me that used to be really really important Uh, you know I'm a survivor of trauma and I had huge power and control issues that Mm. I that I dealt with and um, one of the ways that came out was in this context of wanting to you know feel like I was doing something that was helping to create more calm and order in in the chaos and so when there wasn't chaos when there wasn't something to do it was like feeling a little lost yes like what what, you know it if yes and so oh man yeah i can i can relate to that so what happened to me is i got to a stage where i'd been so i'd had a car accident um and i've just been talking to a colleague today actually had a car accident i had a hairdressing salon i was very hands-on in the hairdressing salon i'm in a gym so I'm loving the gym lifestyle, you know, and 
I have this car accident that's quite major in that I smashed my leg. I ended up with two plates and 22 screws in my leg. So I now don't fit in into my home, into my friendship circles, into the gym. Um, I had a year of recovery of being on crutches and having braces on, having a mobility scooter, um, a long, long year. And then, and then I never really fully recovered. It's probably now, it's probably the best it's been. That's taken 12 years. Um, and so what I, I think happened is that Business Debbie could still perform. Mm -hmm. Business Debbie could get, could be rewarded. I could do stuff and people are like, oh my God, you're doing amazing. And then the real me kind of disappeared. Because she couldn't do the things that she wanted to do. So I just zipped her up and put her in the cupboard and stayed with this other person. But then what became competitive with myself, not really anybody else, to be honest, competitive with myself, that I needed to do better, do bigger, do faster, achieve the goals. You know, that maybe the goals that I might have used in body pump and gone, oh, I'm going to have a higher weight. Suddenly I'm doing that and I'm taking my little hair salon, I sell, and I take on a 7,000 square foot spa that was a big mistake it was good it was a mistake it used up a lot of money and so you know that control thing I understand that control and if I'm honest I got to a stage where I was told you need to just stop you need to stop and do nothing and that is more terrifying than being on crutches for a year yeah like, I just didn't know how to do nothing I I can remember asking my coach at the time what what does nothing mean like is there a list of things that kind of contribute to nothing because it was terrifying literally terrifying like if I don't control everything if I just let the world happen yeah. then what's gonna happen and guess what you get joy you actually um as productive you have more clarity you don't run around like a headless chicken trying to do everything you just do what needs to be done and I I did that for about six weeks and then one afternoon the world just went badly wrong you know like to hell in a handcart and I was just like shoulders back up and hunched but this time when the chaos came back I physically felt ill I physically felt sick and I recognized that that was how I'd worked for 10 years yeah. so for 10 years I'd done that and I wanted to come back to the nothing because really here I had this little happy bubble that was saying how can this be I'm working less hard than I was before I'm getting the same amount of stuff done. And actually, I'm not even stressed. You know, I'm not even stressed. I Trust me, in the past, I've had businesses where I've had 26 on the team. My hair fell out. You know, my hair would fall out, wouldn't grow because I was so stressed. But, you know, it's all worth it in the end. But it turns out it doesn't. There's, a, there's an, another option. It doesn't have to all be worth it in the end. The journey matters. That's and the journey is the joy. The journey is the bit that we neglect as business owners yes and you know what i also find is that when you enjoy the journey when there is that joy you actually are not only still achieving great results but in many ways i'm able to achieve even better results than when i am stressed and trying to control everything because actually uh, you know, so many times I realized, oh my gosh, I'm creating a bottleneck by trying to control this or that aspect of how things work. And it was just slowing everyone down and everything down. And so by being willing to let go of my need to be so much in control and trusting the people that I was working with, to do what they were there to do well, <laughs> you actually, you know, it releases the bottleneck. Yes, releases the bottleneck. You work and... from flow. Oof. You work. You work from. The thing is, if you were going to go for, I'm not a runner. I always wanted to be a runner. I'm never going to be a runner. Not now. Um, but if you were to run and you were having a great run, you know, you were just. The sun's out, it's shiny, you've got a beautiful place that you're going through. You run and you're happy and it's an easier run, yeah? Sometimes you get out of bed in the morning and it's cold like today, it's raining, 
it's miserable. You don't even have time for this. This run that you you kind of go and right, I have to do. I've got to fit that in there, and then I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and and your mind's not even in the game. You're you're begrudging that time, but you like that's on my list. I have to do it. The two could be exactly the same distances, right? But one's going to be exhilarating and enjoyable and will spark ideas. And one will be stressful and mean and boring. You might burn the same amount of calories, but what you'll get the the physical and the mental benefits from either one. And that's just like running a business. You know, if you can run your business and say, great, I mean, this week I'm in London tomorrow till Thursday. I'm probably not going to get hardly anything done this week in terms of what I wanted to do. I'm not going to get stressed about it because that's just how it is. I will, I've now had a, a cancellation. To, so this afternoon I have some stuff to do and my friend just happened to be passing through my town on a train. And so I was like, let's just go meet for a coffee. And I've had a fantastic afternoon. And I, tomorrow morning I have some filming to do. And miraculously, the filming has now been cancelled tomorrow because somebody's ill. So this afternoon I could have said no to having a lunch out with my friend because I had work to do. And then I still got a free morning tomorrow. So sometimes I think you have to just go, okay, and and we'll probably do some work together based on this afternoon. There'll be something that comes out of it for the events next year because that's another thing is that taking that time to kind of express where you are, what you're looking for, what you're wanting to do, your plans, you know, putting your plans out loud in your head, they they make them more real, they make them more visual. You know, if anyone's into the law of attraction, obviously if you say what you want, but then if you bounce those ideas off other people, that's another way that helps. And that's, a, you know, that's something that helps in a coaching or in a group coaching. I always find if I've been to somewhere with a, a group of us, um, either in a coaching scenario or a networking scenario that you come away, you've got, you know, you've got a bag full of ideas, literally like a bag of balls. You've got a bag full of ideas. When you went in there, you might not have had any creativity or any spirit or just, oh my God, I don't even want to go to this networking meeting. I don't have time. I've got to get to the gym. I've got shopping. I've got Christmas. Da, da, da. It's a million lists, you know, you can write, I could write it down my arm as such. But the reality is, is I could do my shopping online. I could do that while I'm sat watching TV tonight. I could do my shop online. It'll still get delivered. I can get up an hour earlier tomorrow morning and just do, you know, you could just find the time to do it. But when you don't have that passion, everything is a problem. Hmm. When you don't have joy, everything is a problem. You, you know, you very much, um, everything becomes difficult. So because you perceive it to become difficult, you make it more difficult. Yes. Yes. And I think the people that you're working with, like as a business owner, whether it's other members of your team or the clients that you're serving, they, I mean, I think you pass on that energy to Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, so much of that, so many of us do work alone now. You know, we do work in in isolation you know we did we started it in the lockdown and there's a there's still a huge amount where people haven't gone back to the offices or you know people have given up their offices or their premises and so um it can you know being a business is a lonely world if you don't have connections if you don't have um a network then things that aren't overwhelming can be overwhelming i myself obviously i'm in business none of my family like my close family that live here and none of my friends who I would socialize with here are in business so they don't understand me they don't understand why I would I don't know go to an award ceremony on a Friday night they don't understand why I just finished my master practitioner for NLP and why I do that every weekend mm. when I already have a job um and I just kind of did it for fun although it was life-changing they just and then you walk into a room that have got business owners and it's like they speak your language Yes. Do you know what I mean? You actually go, oh, you understand me. I don't have to explain it. And it's that in itself is so powerful Mm -hmm. to to get somebody who speaks. Don't get me wrong. I sometimes like that my friends don't understand what I do because that's an off for me. Mm -hmm. One of the big learning curves for the, so the bike ride that I referred to earlier on. So I recently went to India and um, spent five days cycling around India, which is madness because I'm not a cyclist, but I wanted to celebrate the fact that I'm not in a wheelchair. They said I would be in a wheelchair at 55 and I wanted to celebrate it. 
and I'm, and a little bit, I suppose, is that that Debbie that I put in the cupboard years ago. I wanted to see if I could get her back out again, um, and I did. I did actually. I spent a lot of time um, training for the bike ride. I spent a huge amount of time worrying. Oh my goodness, did I worry? Like in the mornings, I'd almost be catatonic with fear, where I just couldn't talk to anybody because I was so frightened and I wasn't going to achieve. My God, I put the pressure on myself. No one else put that pressure. Just me. But the surprising thing, I suppose, the big thing that I learned at the bike ride is one, we did four rides a day. That's why I just think about that one ride and, and get to the end of that ride and then do the others. So chunking down something that was massive to me into bite-sized pieces. You know, you've heard the saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So that was my elephant. But the other was that it, it they weren't business owners. So there's only 10 people and the crew and they weren't business owners. So nobody talked about business for 10 days. I don't think this ever happened to me, like ever. Has it ever happened to you? I can't remember uh, the last time that yeah. no one spoke about business for ten days. Mm. It was quite uh, what's the word? I can't say it. Cathartic, cathartic. I can't say it. It was very. Um, it was a break from my brain. My brain yeah. just said, "The job at hand is to pedal and to finish the day, and then to finish the week without." injuring myself I still have a lot of damage on the knees um and so my I was super super focused yes but I came back from that oh my goodness on a high yeah I could have flown on my own yes I mean I love that you know I, I think this is like another great example of like when you let go of the control and sometimes that has to do with thinking less about the business i didn't have any First control of the trip, away from so. yeah yes oh. i was like breakfast is this time get on your bike yes i'll tell you when we stop and so that you know so there was a guy there's a bus at the front so it's a it was a proper challenge so that i was at the back right i was last every day i cared not one jot that i was last i was there to make the five days it was 360 kilometers I'm doing the 360 kilometers. So I don't care if I'm an hour behind the other people. That wasn't never going. That was never part of my agenda. Um, and I was very lucky that we had a guide that was was happy. But you know, I had no control. I didn't know what hotels we were staying in. I didn't know where we were going. I didn't know when we were stopping. Somebody else gave me some Haribo and some curry. We had curry three times a day. Um, <laughs> that I might like to be in control of some different food. Um, and it was just a case of just doing what needed to be done yes. to achieve the goal. Yes. And, and that's where the where we're goal setting for next year. Mm. We want to break it down that easy to say, I just know that I need to, in order to get my financial goal for the year, I need to earn this a month. And that means I need to earn this per week. That means I need to have this income per day on average obviously so then it just breaks it down onto day one and say okay i need to go and get 500 pounds worth of business today or i need to get 100 pounds worth of business or i need to get whatever i need to get and i just step it down and say right so that's today's goal so if i wanted to sign one person up on say a goal setting course at say 500 how many people do i need to speak to to get a yes then how many people do i need to be visible in front of to get on a discovery call to get a yes then we're just talking about numbers now the stress is gone because i know exactly what i need to do to achieve my goal so how much nicer is that than going okay i need to achieve this figure by the end of the year i need to do it all today i need to do everything today and then i've done it and then what i'll do is i'll put the goal up and and i'll double it because i've already achieved it and i'm just near enough mm. exhausted myself i've got no mind left i've got no inspiration no creativity left because i've put myself into a position that isn't simple and easy and logical if i put myself in a position or i put you in a position and say okay what do you want to achieve next year okay well let's have a look what that looks like so what does that mean that you've got to do monthly what does that mean you have to do weekly what does that mean you have to do daily okay so today this is all you need to worry about yes and i love that you you know highlighted also the idea of 
doing something that's bite-sized, that's simple and easy and achievable because I think that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned from one of my coaches and that has, you know, really changed my life that sometimes, you know, the 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 issue is that the the goal that we set for ourselves is just not simple and easy and achievable for us and so sometimes all you really need to do is to break things down to to the even smaller 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 bite-sized bits um until you are at that point where you're like oh yeah i can manage this and it's simple and easy and achievable and the beauty of that is that you still got control because you set the vision, you set the goal. So you're in charge of that and you're in charge of, it just comes back down to the numbers of how many people, you know, I I heard a, a wonderful story. I know most people don't like sales, um, but I had a, a wonderful story about a lady who made 91 calls to get a yes. Okay. She made 91 calls and on that 91 call, she got a yes. Some people are going to go, oh my gosh, I had to make 91 calls. She just went... So I now know my, I know my number. I know every time I make 91 calls, I'm going to get a sale. So I just need to make another 91 calls and I'm going to get another sale. It's just amazing the difference that your mind can put. Some people would have given up, but she was just like, no, no, I just need to do that again. Mm. And the reality is now she's got a yes that comes down the number because she's more confident, understands what the selling points were. And then it comes down a little bit more and a little bit more. And then maybe she's making 10 calls and getting a sale because... She's worked it out, but she didn't give up. But yeah. I understand the wanting to be in control because we all want to be in control. You know, no one wants to jump out of a plane without a parachute, not really, unless there is no choice. But if you can jump out of that plane or you can, you know, it just goes back to that same thing. If I want to go to Scotland, I'm going to follow the instructions because I've set my destination. I've said I want to be here in Scotland and I can even set, um, whether I want to go on the A roads, whether I want to go at the motorway, whether I want to sit in the services for an hour or I never want to go in the services, that's all fine. I'm in control of all of that. But ultimately, I still need to know what the directions are that I need to make to get there. Or the alternative is I can just get in my car and I can just start driving and hope I end up in Scotland. My intentions are the same, right? I really want to be in Scotland. I'm going to go for New Year or whatever you're going for. What if I just get in my car and drive and go, right, I think it's north. Is that way north? I think that way is north. Let's go. How much harder would that be? Yeah. But we in business. Mm. We still want that same goal. I know what my goal is, but I know that if I just get out there and trundle around, I might just be lucky and get on, you know, on the right motorway or the wrong motorway, or I might end up in Cornwall. And then, you know, it's and Cornwall might be equally as lovely, but it's not what I wanted. Right. Right. And that makes me think about you know again going back to the idea of you know as business owners we can feel very lonely we can feel um you know alone in in what we're doing and one of my favorite 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 tips if i may say so for making change fun and easy or for accomplishing any goal really uh, would be like if you are unclear about how to get to where you need to go ask for help ask for some directions yeah because ask there's no point in it. just randomly but we do yeah we do you know i i literally just my friend who i just um who i just met i was a coach a couple of years ago and um you know, she just said to me, I've just I've had five months where I've done nothing. I just froze. I froze for five months because she'd done that thing of being successful and then stopped. Because mm. then she, because when we're successful, we get scared. Right. Mm. So which is a really bizarre thing. But when we're successful, we get scared because everything's starting to change. Right. And I remember the chaos comfort blanket. Mm. I'm not comfortable with this nice, easy life. I'm comfortable with chaos because that's what I know. Mm. You know, that's the thing that sits on my shoulder and talks to me and says, oh, Deb, don't worry about it. Just throw yourself in there at the deep end and let's see if you sink or swim. And 
don't worry if your heart's beating too fast or you know if you now got to do a 20 hour day because you probably could achieve what you needed to achieve in five hours if you knew what you're doing and you asked for some help but let's not do it so you know the chaos comfort blanket is 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 a hard one to just go no you stay over there this nice easy life this nice simple no drama no highs no big low that that life is the one that you that you need is the one that's going to get you to where you want to be that's the successful one and that's the sane one the other one is insane but it has the drama it has the highs it has the lows and when you've got that chaos you think it's all going to be worth it in the end mm. but you never get to the end yeah because when you get to the end you're so happy with the chaos you create a bit more right you know somebody who wants to earn i don't know six figures this year will want seven figures next year and then they'll want eight figures and then it just doesn't it doesn't stop somebody wants you've got one shop would be so happy the first time they open the shop then they want 10 or do you know what i mean it, it, it's we will move the goalposts that's right. very much i suppose like the bike ride in that you know when i first got back on a bike five years ago hadn't ridden the bike since before the accident i just cycled to the end of the path i thought i was on top of the world you know, just at the end of the path, I was wobbly. I was like, my dad had just taken my stabilizers off. I was like 50 years old and going, oh, look at me. I cycled down the path. Where did I move my goals to? I moved my goals to a 230 mile bike ride. Sand, rocks, rivers, cows, whatever. We cycled through everything over there, up mountains, down mountains. But do you know how I got from that one down the path to there? was to keep increasing my, was practicing. I had a plan. So when I had a training plan this year that said, ride 10 miles, next week ride 15 miles, next week ride 20 miles, but with some hills, mm. then ride a little bit more. And then eventually I'm doing 50 mile bike rides, which when I first saw it on the plan, I thought was insane. I looked at it and thought, oh my God, whoever's gonna be able to do that. Now I'm like, oh, I'm doing 50 mile ride for fun on a Sunday morning before anyone's even gotten out of bed. Yeah. How? And I never would have done that if I didn't have a plan. If I didn't break it down to go, yes. this is what I need to do. Mm. There's that. And also, you have a value for adventure. So this is not just a random plan that you came up with. Yeah. You came up with a plan that is in alignment with your values and with the vision that you have for your life. Yes, my mobility, because I was celebrating my mobility, but also cycling is very good for your knees, for arthritis. My my surgeon, who's actually called Sunny Day, beautiful name, um, he loves, you know, he'll encourage the cycling. So I'm helping myself. I'm having an adventure. I'm in India and, you know, people are taking selfies with me. They're running out of the houses to wave to us. They were wonderful. Um, and I'm seeing the Taj Mahal and I'm seeing a cow in the middle of the road and I'm seeing a tuk-tuk that's coming down my side of the road as opposed to that side of the road and it's it's insane but it's joyous yeah. you know and that's 10 days that I took out of my life I trained a lot for it um because I didn't want to have to get on the bus I wanted to be able to achieve it and I gave up a lot to train it you know so that wasn't necessarily easy I stayed in on Saturday night I missed festivals I missed parties I would just stay and probably in bed by nine o'clock on a Saturday night because it was so hot and we were cycling in the morning um and I didn't want to cycle with a hangover or cycle not feeling top form I saw somebody a year ago I can't remember her proper name Amy she's she's a boxer and she was at a, a a festival and people asked her like how she got out of bed in the mornings to do the hill the hill runs you know what motivates her to get out and do that hill run and this stuck with me i don't know if it just gelled with me or if it'll gel with you so she said nothing motivates me to get out of bed in the morning nothing she said but what does motivate me is that i know that in six months time i have to get in the ring and i'm gonna and if i haven't got out of bed i'm gonna get beat i'm gonna get embarrassed and i'm gonna get hurt and it'd be my fault because i didn't prepare myself Mm. And that really resonated with me into saying, okay, this is something that's really important for myself. So this can go for business or it can go for fitness or it could go for weight loss, whatever goal it is that you've got, you know, it doesn't have to be business. But if there's something that you want to achieve and you don't put in the work to get there, mm. properly put in the work to get there, then it's your fault if it goes wrong. Mm. Right. right. That's a hard level of ownership. 
Yes. And I, I think like for me, again, it just makes me think, because I know as business owners, one of the things where we can get stuck is that sometimes we are doing a lot of work, but it's not the right work that in the sense that it's not the right it's like you distract yourself not even distract yourself it's like um uh like one of my coaches uh would be like okay samia take account of how you're spending your day um you know the work time that you're spending and i i was working good straight eight to ten hours a day very consistently he's like what are you actually doing in in that time and the thing is that as a especially like as a coach trainer healer where you know if it's like really um part of me like uh, loves to actually create trainings and create um you know be in that creative state mm-hmm. and that's good that's fine that's certainly needed and if that's if i just keep myself busy most of the time doing just that then when am i going to go out and talk to people and you know the, the marketing and the sales and yeah <laughs> so you can keep yourself busy but doing things that are not actually helping you achieve the goals that you and are and that's one of the biggest things of having the vision plan you know is that you question yourself and say, okay, I'm going to do this. So yes, I've done the trainings, but if I know today that I need to make, I need to sell one course, okay? One training course. So if I know today that I need to sell a training course five days a week, I just need to do one sale a day. That's all I need to do. And then that compound effect is going to get me to the results. Sorry, I just realized how dim my screen was. So I've brightened it up. Um, <laughs> better late than never. So if you understand what your goal for that day is okay what it is you need to achieve when you're creating or when you're not talking to people you you would ask yourself is this getting me to is this going to achieve my goal for the day yes so you'd question that and say is this taking me toward my goal or is it taking me away from my goal because if it's not taking you towards your goal then you'd have to kind of sit down and say do i really want to achieve that goal you know what is it what is this and that's when it starts coming back to your beliefs and comes back to the mental blocks of yes. it could be an imposter thing that you you want your training course to be absolutely perfect before you show it to anyone. So you trap yourself making it perfect, you know. Right. Um, there's two people, someone who write a course and, and keep changing it, improving it, is never, ever ready and no one ever sees it. Or the yes. person who sells the course before they've written it. You know, that's the, those two people. So um, somebody who sells it and then says, right, and I'm the, I need to write the course now because someone's interested. Because you're, and what you're doing, if you, if you and you're smiling, so I'm guessing that is what you do, um, is you're only using your own opinion on whether it's any good or not. To get your proof of concept, you have to go and show it to somebody to say, look, does this work for you? And if they don't like it, how much better would it be for them to say oh it kind of works but if it had this then that would be perfect or if actually you could lose all of that because it doesn't really add any value and it's going to take me too long but I love this part mm-hmm. so you maybe need to look at it a different way to say let me just go and talk to somebody about my work let me talk to somebody and get some feedback on whether they'd be interested and whether that would work for them whether that would be a balance and then you're not having that vulnerability of you know, no, no doesn't matter. When someone says no, it doesn't mean they say no. Someone says to me, um, well, I can't use that example. Someone said to most people, do you want dessert? And they say no. If you ask them again, they say yes. Because they go, oh, well, hang on, what is it? What have you got? That's the example, right? Dessert. No, 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 dessert. You sure? Well, what, what is dessert? Oh, it's apple pie or it's chocolate mousse. Oh, wow, do you know what? Chocolate mousse sounds good. Then they bought the chocolate mousse. The no was just, that was just processing. Mm. no yes not yes. always I mean I do, I do believe that no doesn't always mean no it means ask someone else but <laughs> you know that's processing uh, uh, sometimes that's just social processing of the question of oh it's going to be good this morning but now you're talking to me so from the point of view of, of 
if you know what your goal is for that day and this is where the magic is of the of the goal set and it's something i didn't always used to do i did wing it a lot i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie and that's when i was in the chaos yeah but to come out of the chaos i go okay i need to do this so i need to get some feedback on my course to know whether it's a product yeah. that someone's interested in or not a product that somebody's interested in and then the next day you go okay so I didn't sell it today but what I need to do is make these changes and then I go back to that person and say how about now mm. and they go oh that's amazing that's perfect for me and then you just ask them to recommend a friend and then you've got your two sales on your two days but you've got it with proper intention you know you've got it with and and that, how much easier does that sound than the thought of going out there and having to sell 30 or fill up a do you know, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, we make our goals so massive that they're almost unachievable. That's we right. Go, oh, I've got to go and fill a venue. Or I've got to fill a training course. Mm-hmm. No, what you've got to do is just go and get one person. Mm-hmm. And that maybe is, um, means I've got to go and speak to five people and I've got to get the attention of 15 people to get five people to want to talk to me, to get one person to say yes to me. So, okay, well, where do I go and find 15 people? And then, and that's your day. And if you've achieved that, because that's your goal, and that's we've broke it down as simple as that, then how happy are you going to be? And that's change that's manageable. That's change that's flow. It's easier. It's not stressful. And then you just replicate that every day. You're going to get better and better. Right. And then next thing you know is you're like, I am nailing this. I've got this all day long. And your joy and your confidence and the fun is back in your business. Right. Oh, Debbie, I'm having so much fun talking to you and we have to wrap up for today. And I just realized oh my gosh. I rambled oh my on. Gosh. <laughs> no, 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 you weren't rambling at all. You were sharing so much amazing wisdom with us and I thank you so much for that. Do you have any last thoughts you would like to share for right now? Um... Well, thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, I have loved it. I think it is just, you know, for anybody who's feeling a little bit stuck or his, you know, resonates with anything that I've said, then please do get in touch. We have goal setting workshops in January and, you know, they can be online as well, but they're super, super powerful. I guess my message is don't live in the chaos. Don't stay in the chaos. However comforting you think it is, it's so much better out of the chaos. And if you... If you just, if you just do the small steps, they'll take you away from the chaos and they'll take you to the joy, to the happiness. And as your avatar says, make change fun and easy. And and the very last thing is, you know, I slipped it in earlier, but it was quite quick. But how do you eat an elephant? Mm, mind by it. By it, Right. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Debbie. I really appreciate that. And yes, to all of our listeners, I just want to remind you, please make sure to check the show notes because we will drop Debbie's links in there so you can get in touch with her, get some help and support. And until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace. (laughs)